Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited, now leaving for a Grand Circle Tour of the Magic Kingdom. Tonight we're going to share a wonderful dream come true together. In 1955, an amazing man named Walt Disney dreamt of a magic kingdom. Happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Everybody, welcome to another episode of All Aboard the Disneyland Railroad. We are a Disneyland Resort-based podcast where we aboard the railroad with our conductor Joe every single week and talk about a different, I don't know, different place inside the Disneyland Resort. I am Jungle Cruiser, sitting next to my partner in crime here, Space Mountaineer. What's going on, man? How's it going? Oh, it's going good this week, man. Got a couple, couple uh, things, a couple shout-outs first, and then I'll, I'll talk about some exciting news sure. later on. Um, all right, from uh, Disneyland Inside Out, talking about last week's episode, the Mickey's Fun Wheel, Alice Underground. Uh, she says that she sees this ride more of an artistic pleasure. It does bring the park together, and that that seems like a a thing for most people. I think I think Nadine had the same kind of comment, which I'll get to on Facebook. But uh, what do you think about that? I know you're not, you're not really a big fan. No, I mean it's it's a good photo opportunity. I mean, it's definitely used for that, so I always try to get a photo with that in the background on the on the little pier. So. Oh, yeah, for sure, especially if there's water <clears throat> in the background. Like, yeah. not, not the water, but like the uh, world of color fountains, I Yeah, mean. exactly. So, yeah, I, I would definitely agree with the artistic appeal of that. Yeah. So she also writes, um, let's see, but I don't write it. Let's see, I don't know if I could write it, sorry, especially the moving carts. Um, I think I side with space on this one, so she sides with you on Good. that. Um, and then there, she's talking about the uh, the game, the Simon. Mm-hmm. So I think I thought that was pretty sweet too. How you yeah. can you can play Simon For as sure. part of it. So um, that's it. So um, oh yeah, she also says she wants she would like to be a fly on the wall when they have those meetings about what they're gonna what they're gonna mm-hmm. do next. So that'd be kind of sweet. Yeah, that would be super sweet. <laughs> uh, Disney Princess from Disneyland Inside Out writes, "I love the moving carts." Disney Princess has been giving us a lot of all right, a lot of feedback, and that's awesome about the, especially about the animation room, about how Anna and Elsa took over that place, basically. So, shame. Yeah. Um, another shout out. We have a new one from Vinny plus Sandy equals Lucas on Disneyland Inside Out. <laughs> this is kind of a funny one. Right, love the show, guys. Thanks, thanks for putting it out. But uh, um, you guys say for sure an awful lot. <laughs> I've already counted. I've said it twice already. 
for sure. So um, that's not gonna <laughs> that's not gonna change. I don't think um, it's just habit. It is really a habit, you know, especially when what you do, what you just said was for sure was yeah. it was true. So <laughs> it's hard not to say it. Like I <laughs> did, you just say it again? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, I almost did though. I was about to say it. <laughs> um. We still haven't forgot about Barb. Barb uh, on Instagram. We'll get to your comment next week. It is has, has to do with the e-ticket episode, which uh, we confirmed with e-ticket from Disneyland Inside Out. He will be on the show next week. He had some things come up, so um, next week we will do that. And I know I put that out there as if we were going to do it last week, and just want to kind of follow up on that. That we will get to that episode. And thanks everyone for their patience. Um. Let me, let me go to Facebook really quick. I had the Disney on Inside Out open, but... Uh, yeah, I think same with James. He was pretty excited for the, the e-ticket episode, so mm-hmm. <clears throat> we will definitely get there. All right, so Facebook, we got the shout-outs. We have Nadine, like I said, great pod, great, great podcast. She says, personally, I'm not a fan of the Mickey's Fun Wheel as an attraction, but I do appreciate it um, as a as a visual piece. And, like, that's that's a lot of people, but I do like the, the swinging gondolas. Yeah, because I'm glad they have the lights and stuff. It kind of like stands out really well at night. So even when you're not in the park, when you're on, yeah. you're in Catella on Catella. Like you look at the park, and it's like the first thing you notice is like the drop for screaming mm-hmm. and the fun wheel. They kind of go hand in hand to it's me. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, James Morton, the fun wheel scares me to death. I'm not <laughs> a fan. When I was younger, I got stuck on a Ferris wheel for over an hour. Great podcast. And he wrote, he confirmed that the sun is the loop now. Thanks, James. I looked it up. <laughs> um, from Facebook, oh, that's a long one here, from Cody Jackson. Uh, hi, all aboard. I've been listening for several months Several months now. Love the show. It makes a great start. Let's see. It makes a great start to my week uh, to be able to listen to the show. Another great episode this week. You mentioned that you're able to watch and listen to World of Color from the Grand Californian Hotel. You're also able to do this from Paradise Pier, which oh. I knew. All right. I just... Uh, um, I put California Adventure first, but I bet you you have a better view from Paradise Pier. I would imagine maybe anyway. yeah, because it's on the pier and the, and the hotel is like overlooking that like. And I know the Grand Californian. I mean, I, I looked it into it too. Like those rooms are so expensive. I think it's yeah. a couple hundred dollars more per night just Crazy. to get those rooms on that side. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, he says, not sure if you're able to get the audio from the TV or not. I think you are. I think from both hotels. And I think if uh, the Disneyland Hotel was closer, you might be able to do the same thing from that. I don't know. You would think you'd be able to yeah. get the audio. Um, he says, you're also able to watch and hear the audio from the um, nighttime fireworks show, which I, w- I would imagine for sure that you could do that. <laughs> I yeah. said for sure again. Um, because it because of where it is. Right. Uh, so makes sense uh let's see so yeah so thanks for the show he goes again thanks for the show so we do appreciate everyone's uh comments so if you guys do have comments in the future just keep just keep uh commenting and we'll shout you out and uh thanks for the love guys Space. absolutely what you got um yeah we'll talk about the disneyland inside out app as we do every week definitely check it out if you haven't already it's available on all apple and android products um so check out your app store um uh, things that the app does offer the discussion board section you can uh, comment on any forums or uh, read any forums and find out anything that's going about going around uh, going on at the park um, right now 
um, or any questions or any just any conversation Disney related that people are talking about or maybe you want to talk about too. So definitely oh. check out that section. It's a very good section. For sure. <laughs> there you go. That was not on purpose. I'm oh, sorry. See, it's just habit. Yeah. <laughs> um, the news section also offers uh, plenty of news stories that uh, you can definitely read into. Um, I know some of the biggest stories that are kind of happening right now is that the closures um, of all the areas to get ready for that new Star Wars land that only a few people have probably heard about or care yeah. about. So, did, did I already ask you on the show? Did you ever? Did you see the concept art for that? No, I didn't see it. Some of the concept art looks amazing. Really? It's just concept art, so it could be look totally different when it's all said and done. But the <clears> idea is that they either people are making it or that Disney's putting out. I'm not really sure where it's coming from exactly, but yeah. And I, I heard I heard they're doing that this ABC special coming up, and Harrison Ford is supposed to. Reveal it or reveal pictures of what it's going to look like, or yeah, I know some he's of supposed to do Disney. something about it. But I think that's coming up on the twenty first, I believe, of February. February, okay, on ABC, I believe so. Don't quote me on that, but you've been quoted, sir. Quoted, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> I guess check that out. I'm I'm excited to I guess watch that or record it and then watch it later. But well, speaking of quotes, <clears throat> what for sure? No, the. <laughs> Uh, magical partners quote <laughs> oh yeah well we're, we're getting there uh on the design inside out app um the hours and schedule section huge part definitely my favorite part um whenever i'm at the park um lets me know when the park is going to be open um different shows that are going to be happening um attendance estimates so i can expect how busy the park is going to be um any ride refurbishments or closures that are going to be going on as well that's definitely um, one of my favorite parts, I, I know what to look forward to and what's going to be closed and what not try what to not try to ride um, because it's going to be closed. Mm-hmm. So, um, And like you said, Magical Partners Travel teamed up with them. Um, so definitely check them out at MagicalPartnersTravel.com or find them on the app. They're offering a free quote if you want to check them out. Um, if you're booking a vacation anytime soon, and definitely tell them all aboard sent you. And um, like you said, the quote, eye on the price guarantee. Yeah, so uh, hopefully you guys book through them. We get a little kickback on that. Uh, same thing with the Amazon link on the um, website, allaboardpodcast.com, and the merchandise thing. So uh, hit those. We get a little kickback. Keep the show free. Keep it afloat. Uh, so, all right, guys. The moment you've all been waiting for. We're about to get on the railroad here. We're going to go pick up our good friend Sarah, and then we are going to take that to It's a Small World. So, can wait. What's that? Can't wait. <laughs> I did not hear what you said at first, but okay. Uh, so uh, let's get on the railroad right now. Your attention, please. The Disneyland Limited, now leaving for a grand circle tour of the Magic Kingdom. Howdy, folks. Welcome aboard the Disneyland Railroad. This is your conductor speaking. Today we are headed back to the Magic Kingdom to ride one of Walt Disney's signature attractions, It's a Small World. Opening at Disneyland on May 28, 1966, this attraction instantly became a fan favorite and loved by guests of all ages. No matter if you get a little annoyed by the timeless song, there's no denying how amazing this ride is. It is so popular in fact that it is one of the few attractions that is at every Disney park around the world. We have now arrived at our stop. Enjoy the happiest cruise in the world. It's a small world. 
Alright everybody, the real world got us over here to It's a Small World, safely. Uh, we are sitting here with our guest, Sarah. Uh, what's going on, Sarah? Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here. We're excited to have you on. Um, uh, you came to us, we met back in, I think, 2012, I think it was, when I first got the Disneyland Inside Out app, so and we've kept in touch here and there via email since then, so... Um, and you said you wanted to talk about it's a small world, so uh, I do. Yeah, I think it's gonna be awesome. So uh, I guess give give us a little bit of a history on your your Disneyland background, or just you know whatever you want to talk about. Okay, well, um, I started to go to Disneyland when I was a child. I do live in California, and so it was kind of a an easy trek. And uh, I went with my parents. Uh, the first couple of times, and I actually don't remember too much about it. Um, I do remember my third time going. It was probably one of the worst trips I've ever had in my life. Um, ended up in the hospital, to give you an idea of how well that went. Um, however, and I wouldn't go back. I would not go back for years. My husband wanted to go there on our honeymoon. I said, no way, not going to happen. <laughs> and uh, we had our first child and some family members said oh come on down with us and the more people we have the, the less expensive the the trip's going to cost and so I said okay I'll suck it up and I'll go and so we went down and I had an amazing time I loved it everything mm -hmm. that had been bad in the past was all gone and had a great time with my family and actually found out that I was going to have another child while I was there um <laughs> And so we went, ended up going back just a few months later, and we left it. I'm an annual passport holder, and I love Disneyland. I go as often as I can. So when you, the first time you went, and then the second time you went back, or the third time you said, what, how many years between what was that? Oh, let's see. I think the first time I went, I was about five. Then I went again when I was about seven. And then the last, that last time, that one really got time, I was 12. Yeah, and then, and then from 12 to... You said... 12 till probably about 24, 25, wow. somewhere like that. Years. Oh, I thought my I thought my gap was, was a lot. Mine was like 96 to 03. And Mine was about 10 years. 01 to 11. Hmm. So. I was just really stubborn about it. <laughs> I was like, not, not doing it. But now I, like I say, I go as often as I can. It's, it's a lot of fun. I have a great time. I like it a little bit more than my husband does, so, you know, if I have to run away with a child or something to, <laughs> to get my fix, I will, but... Yeah, and I hope listening to this podcast every week gives it. everyone else their fix. I mean, it gives us our fix of just talking about it, so I hope... Yeah, it, it certainly ties <clears throat> me over, you know, until I can get back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, How far away are you from the park? Um, we're about, uh, if we're driving, we're about seven hours and flight is about an hour and a half i'm i'm right about 20 minutes away from san francisco oh, okay so i can see it i know the city's over there i don't have to go live there <laughs> awesome. a little, little farther a little farther than we we're a six hour drive five and a half five and on a half. sunday <laughs> which i've experienced it was awesome yep five and a half to six yeah yeah so all right then um, I much prefer the flight. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. I have not flown to California since I was 
younger than 10, I believe. Me too, yeah. You know, so, I mean, we I, I love to drive, though, there at least. Driving back, well, it's a sad time. It's not always, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the best, it's best, it's the best <clears throat> getting there. Like, what's yeah. the route? Is it, uh, I'm not really familiar with that. Like, is it the, the, the Pacific Coast Highway most of the time or any, any of the time for you? Um, you can you can go that way. I like to uh, actually go Highway 5, which is faster. It's not as scenic. You're going past a lot of farmland, yeah. a lot of interesting smells coming into the car, but it's, it's a little bit faster drive, and, and I'd rather go for fast than pretty. So I'd rather Agreed. get down there and be done with it. <laughs> get No, I'll be done with it. Get started with it. Hopefully. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Um, you want to talk a little bit about uh, It's a Small World? Sure. I'd love to talk about Small World. I know it's not everybody's favorite ride. Um, some people take issue with the um, melody that is played. But I have kind of a strong affection for it. It's a, a personal favorite because my mom and dad actually saw it when it was at the 1964 World's Fair in New York, and which, which is where it debuted before it was brought to Disneyland. And so when we did go, uh, when I was a child, that my mother had to go on that ride. She loved it. And she would tell me about how much fun it was to go and see it when they were in New York and how much she loved that trip and how it just brought back a lot of fond memories for her. And so I kind of associated with my mom and my dad and the, the fun that we had when we went and their memories as well. And so I always, always try to go and write it when I'm there. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, you mentioned the melody. Like, if I had to change one thing about it, <laughs> honestly, like, I do like the ride, like the visual and the, you're in the water. And it, it just, it looks really cool and colorful. But if I had to change it, I mean, just change the, this change the song a little bit every Every time you change a scene, I don't know, I just, because it's the, I mean, I know they changed the languages, so that it's like their version of changing it, but I don't know. I would just update it, just personally. That's one, that's the only issue I have with it, because I do like the way the ride looks, and being in there is kind of cool, so. Yeah, I would definitely. Yeah, it is. It's, Go ahead. It's a relaxing, you know, when you're, when it gets really hot in the park, it's a nice ride to go on, it's quiet, well, quiet as far as, like, not a lot of. Uh, people yelling and screaming while you're on it but you know it's cool inside and it's relaxing you're floating down this you know waterway and so it but yeah i know that people have gotten stuck on it and not known when they were going to be able to get off and it was uh the music kind of got to them a little bit <laughs> so yeah i was gonna say it kind of it kind of compares to pirates where at least you know, the pirates changes the music but the ride is like very similar in the way the way it works. Yeah, well, it was actually Pirates um, was kind of based on the the way that they had put together a Small World, mm -hmm. and so yeah, that's that's why there's some similarities there. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Space Matter? Yeah, I definitely like the the old school look, I guess, because like <clears throat> usually on rides now, you can't see any of like the machinery or anything. Um, but in this ride, you can see all like the ceiling fans and all the, the back work of it and the stands and you can see the floor and you can see, I don't know, a lot of different things that you wouldn't normally see on a ride. Um, 
So it definitely still has that feel of how old it is, but it definitely has that feel of being new as well. So, yeah, I just think it might be one of those rides that they. I don't know. I know they use a lot of paint every year. I don't know if they paint inside there, but they definitely keep the, at least some of the, the stuff in there, like new looking. And yeah. when did that ride get there? You have you have the some of the facts though, like when I when I first got there. Yeah, nineteen sixty six. Okay. May twenty eighth. Okay. So. And that was shortly after the World Fair. Or? Yeah, I think the World Fair was in sixty four. Okay. So. And how that work? How that work as far as it being at the World Fair, and then did they? rebuild it? Does it say in there? No. Do you know, Sarah? Um, yeah, when they brought it to Disneyland from the World's Fair, they actually um, built the, the housing for it and kind of expanded it, made it a little bit bigger and a little bit better than it was when they had it in the at the World's Fair. Oh, okay. <clears throat> did you watch the movie Tomorrowland? Yeah, I did go to see that. You like the beginning part where they in order to get there, they go through, spoiler alert, they have to go through, uh, it's a small world. Yeah, yeah, I like that movie a lot. There was a lot of um, cool aspects to it. I thought that was a neat, um, a neat part that they had. It reminded me of this this whole thing with my folks. Mm-hmm. That, that would be awesome. And then there's that one, uh, I don't know where you can hear the song, but I think it's called Big Beautiful Tomorrow. That's in the beginning of the movie when he's walking up to the building for the World's Fair. Right. That was from Carousel of Progress, which okay. I believe was also at the World's Fair at the same time. Yeah, that's just little things that they have, little throwbacks that they have, or little whatever you want to call them, hidden Easter eggs. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you have more? I have lots more. Let's hear it. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. So it was originally called Children of the World. That's all I have on that part. <laughs> um, as um, <clears throat> many people know, it was um, obviously debuted in... Uh, 1964 at the New York World's Fair um, before finding a permanent home in Disneyland. Um, Let's see. More than 256 million people have experienced this ride. Sounds kind of like a high number. I don't know. This is total, I believe, through all five parks. Oh, it doesn't really sound high for how long it's been there. And I know, speaking of pirates, that one also has one of the most, or the highest... uh, attendances or, or people that have, have experienced that attraction so yeah um, let's see rumor has it that the turrets and the gold ornaments on the front of it on the exterior um, are real 22 karat gold because they said um, the original plan was just to paint them gold um, as it kind of faded but um, um, it didn't take long for them to realize that the paint faded really quickly <laughs> <clears throat> and it would it would honestly be cheaper to just make them gold, yeah, than to paint them every time they faded or every That's time they had to paint them. I know it's me sounding weird, but they shouldn't be worrying about how cheap something is or if it's cheaper. No, they I shouldn't. Mean, most some things. You know what I did hear. I mean, this is really back in 1966. Oh, but I did. That hear they were making these decisions that they leave everything on, like the sounds and all that stuff overnight. It's just cheaper. Do to, they? Yeah, it's cheaper to leave it running than it is to reboot everything. And that's what I heard. Hmm. I Don't didn't know, know that. Like, I haven't really been there overnight to experience right. that, but from what I've heard, it's just cheaper to leave it all on overnight and keep it going than to turn it off and reboot it. So That's definitely pretty cool. Yeah. Um, there... I want to be there overnight and find out. Yeah, can you can you imagine like being inside Pirates of the Caribbean and all the lights are off? 
like in the middle of the night by yourself, and, and it's still going. Like you can still hear people talking, and no, that'd be creepy. You know, I, just, I, I don't know if I, I, I want to say on the app a while ago, a couple of years or a few years ago, somebody posted, and, and maybe is either they posted, "Would you do it?" or "Haunted Mansion was giving something away of was a sleepover in the haunted house." Was that a thing? Did you guys hear about that? I don't remember that. It sounds familiar. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I, I just don't know what it was. If someone was like, "Would you sleep in there?" or if, if Disneyland actually put out a contest for people to win, and I think that's what it was, where you can, like, overnight and just sleep in the, in the mansion. Oh, that sounds amazing. That'd be pretty cool. Getting ahead of myself. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, let's see. There are over 300 smiling children in this ride. Kind of interesting. Obviously, I've never counted them, so... Yeah. Who knows? Next time I go, I'll, I'll count everyone. Yeah, exactly. No, I won't do that. <clears throat> um, let's see. For instance, um, let's see. There's little surprises throughout the ride. For instance, um, there's a moon and a sun in every room. Never really paid attention to that. No. <clears throat> um, let's see. Also, in the um, the room that represents Africa, a string of purple leaves resembles a classic tricircle Mickey. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then also, it's kind of like a, I don't know about a myth, but maybe you just like, I don't know if it's true or not, um, that there's one doll in every room that's made to look like Mary Blair, which is the artist behind the distinct look of the ride. Maybe there is. So, could be true. Um, also, um, there, let's see, I read a fact somewhere where um, basically there are two... Two of the rides going at all times, 24 hours, like, throughout all five parks. Oh. If that makes sense. Around the world. Around the that, world. That's actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Pretty cool. So, two of them are no operational. What. At any given time. At any given time. Is there, is it at least two, or, I mean. I think it's at least two. I don't know if it's two all the time. Could it be more than two at any given time? It could be. Like, three or four. But and I'm then not like, sure. But no matter what, at any given time, it's always two. Right. That's pretty sweet. I'll try to find it while you guys chat. But. Mm. Uh, you said you had some of the stuff. Uh, any of that stuff uh, different than what he has, uh, Sarah? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I was wondering, going back to um, what Space Mountaineer had said about there being two rides going, I bet you on the nights when they have the 24-hour, like at Disneyland and Disney World when they do 24 hours, then yes, there probably is more than two going. That's true. At probably, one time, yeah. right? That's I, I would assume so, yeah. It's a perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect fact for that ride because all around the world, you know. Oh, look all... at that! Oh, <laughs> okay, not just a pretty face. Um, the couple of the things that I had were um, uh, about the doll, the Mary Blair doll. Um, I only heard that there was one, and it was a specific one. It's the one that's over, um, floating over the, um, the Eiffel Tower in the Paris room. Yeah. And supposedly that's the Mary Blair one. If there's one in every room, that's kind of cool. But I only know about that one specific one. Who knows? Um, they, I'm sorry. I said, who knows? I'm. You're probably uh, right, but I would assume there I would know. be only one. But who knows? Uh, that's just that was what I had read. For sure. Um, also, they started the um, holiday overlay in November of 1997, and that is when they actually interspersed the music with Jingle Bells and Deck the Hall, so you get a couple of breathers from, <laughs> from the There's small variations. There we go, I get my wish. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, the original idea for the music was to have the children singing the national anthem from their country. And that just did not work out. That was a lot of noise, and it was not blowing or working together well at all. And so that is when Walt Disney went to um, the Sherman Brothers, and they are actually the ones who wrote the theme for It's a Small World. And they have been a great um, songwriters for Disney. They've done a lot of wonderful things, and they've done theme for Small World. They also did uh, Supercalifragilistic, right? They did. They did the music for um, for Mary Poppins, yes. Hmm. All right. Uh, there you go. Um, let's see. When Now, Mary Blair is the one who designed the, the look of the ride she, or the attraction, and she has a very distinct style. I mean, if you see any of Mary Blair's work and you're familiar with it, you recognize it immediately. It's really... Um, very clear who did it and so she has and you can see that in the ride her the way the buildings are and the way the um the layouts are put together it really does look like mary blair but alice davis um was the costume designer and she designed all of the all of those little dresses and outfits and from around the world and she asked Walt Disney how much she could spend if she was going to have a budget and he told her there was no budget she just could spend whatever she wanted to make those dolls look like everybody who goes through it wants to have one and so she so there was no expense wasted on that it all went into the design and the costuming um another one that I have is that uh, when it was in the World's Fair it was for the UNICEF pavilion and it was put together by Pepsi. Um, and at the time, their president was Alfred Steele, who was married to Joan Crawford, um, the movie actress. And Pepsi could not decide what they wanted to do for this pavilion. They had this connection with UNICEF. They knew that they wanted to have you know, a really neat um, pavilion put together, but they couldn't figure out what they wanted. And so it was actually John Crawford who went to Walt Disney and said, can you put together a ride or something for this pavilion? So that was how that came about. Um, and in 2008, in November, I'm sorry, January to November of 2008, Small World was closed, um, excuse me, so that they could put um, a big refurbishment together. They redid the structure to make it more sound. They did the um, flume. They replaced that to make it deeper. They replaced the boats from uh, fiberglass to a plastic. And they also added, um, I think it was 37 new Disney-related characters in their different locations in the ride. So, like, there's an Alice in Wonderland in um, England, and there's a Little Mermaid under the sea, and so forth. So that was a pretty big change. Yeah, I definitely, um, I, li- I like that when they did that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I'm not a fan. I don't I don't like it when they change things nine times out of ten. I really like how I grew up with it. And, you know, sometimes <clears throat> the change is really neat. I think the ones that they did, like with Alice in Wonderland, most of them were really, really cool. But, yeah, I wasn't really excited when they made that particular change to Small World. But, yeah, that's okay. They didn't ask me before <laughs> they did it. 
Yeah, I heard. A, I heard a lot of people were kind of upset that they did that just because of. Um, it took away that feel. It took away. It added that branding of Disney. It wasn't uh, like a getaway or anything like that. As far as like separate from Disney, it didn't have that same um, the original feel that Walt wanted in the in the original ride. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. I I think that's I think that's true. A um, couple other little bits that I had is it says uh, it's a small world is the most played and translated song in music history that it's been played over 50 million times in the last 50 years. That's a lot. Yeah, that is. It and definitely gets stuck in it, your head no matter if, if you don't want it to or not. Like, you're walking around the park and you just got on that ride or just got off that ride. It's singing it all day. <laughs> it's in your head. I have to tell you a really quick story. When I went, that second time I went when I was about seven, uh, it, this was 100 years ago when we used to sing in class. And I had just gotten back from the park and went to school, and we're standing in line to leave, and the teacher said, let's sing. And so, okay, we sang, and we sang It's a Small World, and I started missing the park so much I started bawling. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I want to go back. The last thing I have for you on my fun facts is that when the ride first opened at Disneyland in... um, 66, that Walt Disney invited kids from all over the world to um, help with the dedication, and they were all supposed to bring a little bottle of water from one of their local rivers or streams or hmm. wherever they were from, and so they poured that into the water uh, waterway at Small World. So it united the world wow. through the waters. So. Pretty sweet. That is cool. Yeah, I know he was big on that for especially like uh, when he had the railroad when he first had it inviting all the kids over to I think it was at his house yeah. and it was it got so popular that he kind of had to I mean he, he wanted to make things bigger and that was I think I don't know that was the whole idea behind Disneyland and his daughters had something to do with it as well but sure it, was, it helped with that inspiration yeah he definitely had a lot of people coming over a lot of kids coming over and uh, one of the guys I have that that video the the railroad video that one narrating it was he's like in his 50s now I think and he was like a little kid maybe he's in his 60s I don't know he was a little kid when it uh when he was in Walt's backyard doing with the train and stuff, so pretty sweet. interesting. Well, you know that was really important for Walt Disney, and that's why um, he wanted to create Disneyland. Is he wanted a place where the parents and the children to go and do things together. You mm-hmm. know, to ride the train together, to go on the carousel together, to go on Small World together, and not just have the parents sit there while the kids go off and ride it for themselves because there wasn't really a way for the parent to, you know, get on the child-sized carousel or, you know, and that was a big part of it. He really wanted to bring the families together so they could enjoy it together. It wasn't just mom and dad sitting on the sidelines watching. Yeah, and I don't, and I don't think there's any rides there. Like, some theme parks have these rides where the parents are too big to get on. I don't think Disneyland mm-hmm. has any of those attractions where a, an adult could not go on. Casey Jr. is a little I, close. I, I, I got on it. Even it in the cage one? Yeah, in the cage. No no joke. I've oh, seen yeah. a lot of like tall people that it's are like... Not the most comfortable in the cage. uncomfortable. But... Yeah, I can't say my backside fits really comfortably in every single ride, but I'm I'm smushing in there. You know, I'm going to get in the cage. I'm going to get in the little after <laughs> blocks for everything. I'm just, I can do it. But I, and I'm going to... When my, when my daughter's old enough, I'm going to... Oh, not when she's old enough. I wouldn't... When we take her in October, she's definitely old enough, but um, I'm going to get in the cage with her. It's going to be awesome. 
Lots of pictures. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> my uh, my friend, he we took his kids, and one was three, one was six. And uh, I asked the six-year-old, I said, okay, where you want to sit? And she's like, in the cage. And I'm like, well, okay. I, I, I walked into that one, and I got in there, and it was a little smushed. But you know what? The, the, the Casey Jr. song is phenomenal. And I, uh, I got distracted with that, so I was fine. Perfect. But that's, that is a great ride. I have a, I have a video of my, my oldest boy and I on it on our last trip. I think he was 24. <laughs> and so we're riding together on the junior train and just having a ball and you know it's I don't think that you're ever really too old to, to go on the rides and have a good time no and that's a good example of, a, of an attraction that might be but I think everything else you, like, that's, that's the only one that came to my mind as far as like yeah. it's a little it's it's tight is it on the yeah. and then the jumping jellyfish yeah <laughs> over at California I still mm. got on them <laughs> still can um, I did find that fact, by the way. Um, so it says since 1983, which I think um, I think Hong Kong was the last to open. I believe I'll double check that. Um, but since 1983, there has not been a moment when It's a Small World wasn't playing in at least two locations on the globe. Wow! So that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. And it was it was Hong Kong which opened. Uh, no, just kidding. It was uh, Tokyo actually. So every single Disney theme park, that's a universal ride for every park. How many are like that? Is there a list of... I have no idea. A ride that's in every single park? Like, is Pirates in every single park? You would imagine it would be, but yeah. it could be. maybe it's not. Maybe I, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's not in Paris. I don't know. Who knows? That's yeah, I, should, I don't know how that works. never been there. We'll look that up. I'm sure there's a list somewhere. There has I'll to look be, it right? up, and hopefully I'll mention it next week if I don't forget, but I will... Uh, Try and look that up. How many, how many rides are in every single Disney park? I know somewhere in Wikipedia it's out there. But somewhere, yeah. I would like to know. So you got memorable moments, sir. Or we'll go, we'll start with her. But you, you said you had one. You, you mentioned the one in the beginning. Um, but your grandparents, your parents. Sorry, uh, is there any other ones that you you have? Um, I remember one really neat time going through it. I think it was the first time that we had been on it when it was the holiday overlay and going through with my children and my husband on that ride and seeing it kind of different for the first time and I just thought it was really neat and it brought I don't always like the holiday overlays but I really do like the one for um, for Small World it just it had a really neat kind of Christmassy feel to it and I so I do remember that I enjoyed it a lot and you, I think we, when we talked, you had mentioned, uh, you said you did the, what was it, the holiday tour? Is that correct? Yes. I was able to take one of my children, um, whose birthday was in December, and, or it still is in December. <laughs> and, but when I took him, we went on the, the holiday tour. That was something special he wanted to do for that. And uh, we actually sat across from the Small World Ride in a special area to watch the parade it was, it was really cool it was a really neat time yeah as soon as we heard about that holiday tour I just I've become interested in doing that and it sounds amazing but it's like 80 90 bucks or something like that oh yeah you, you can't it's well, one I'm, of those you just got to get on the card no 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 I know <laughs> I know I'm not I'm not worried I'm just curious how much it would be because I know the I heard the jungle cruise breakfast is like 300 bucks or something yeah crazy amount 
Yeah, a little pricey. Yeah, and then the, the Trader Sam's. I know they have that Halloween um, yeah, like always party like, or whatever it is. It's yeah. like 150 bucks. But I mean, I want to do stuff like that. You know, it sounds like mm-hmm. a, a good time. For you know, sure. The Jungle Cruise breakfast. I'm not going to do it this this time I go, but um, it just sounds like. I, yeah, I, I would want to do it. Yeah. If I had the money, why not? The oh, Walk yeah. and Walk Footsteps tour is really, really good too. Um, it's changed a bit since I went on it, but I would totally do it again. It was It was really fun. You just brought back something. I was, I want to say that was the, the, one of the first things, if not the first thing I ever responded to on Disneyland Inside Out. <clears throat> Somebody had mentioned something what, about, yeah. The, uh, what kind of tour you wanted to go on? Yeah. I don't know if it was you or, I know it was, you know, part of that uh, back in 2012. Um, somebody had mentioned that. And I, I want to say that was the first thing I ever saw when on the uh, discussion, discussions page. Oh, no way. And yeah, somebody maybe it was you. I don't know. I, I I'll look it back on it, and, uh, and that's how I got addicted. I was I started reading in that, and I started like commenting, and, and next thing you know, my uh, my reputation points are growing, and <laughs> uh, yeah, it's had a lot of a lot of fun. Just and I think that was the first thing. I'll verify that. Hopefully, I'll know by by next week. I'll scroll back and, and see what my, my first comment was. <laughs> so awesome! That'd be cool to hear. Yeah. And. uh I just remember right after that, I went to the park and I started, uh, I started commenting like, "Hey, I just made it here." And then Bryant was like, "We're li- we're all living vicariously through you." And mm-hmm. I started like make, commenting throughout the the day of the park, and it was a lot of fun. So, good times. Speaking of which, though, I am going to go to the park next week. I didn't. Oh, men- are you? I didn't mention that to anyone. I was trying to keep it on the down low for the time being. <sighs> but yeah, my wife and I, we for our anniversary, um, we were we we planned on something else. Uh, and a couple weeks ago, she told me uh, that she wanted to do something different than what we had originally planned. And jokingly, I said, you want to go to Disneyland? And she's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, what? what? I was just joking. I didn't think that you really wanted, you'd go for that. And then <laughs> a week later, we book our hotel. And in a week from now or so, we're going to we'll be at the park. So when you guys are listening to next week's episode on that next Saturday, I will be at the park. So it's going to be oh, an amazing so time. Perfect. Yeah, and I know totally we, were, we were talking about a few uh, food places that uh, we wanted to try out. We, we made a reservation for Steakhouse 55. Nice. Super excited about that. And then um, cool. shortly after that, we're going to get some beignets from Ralph Brennan's. <laughs> Got to. Got to try them out. Nice. And then on, um, on the, that, that's on Friday night. And on Saturday when we're at the park, um, based on everyone else's recommendations and um, Princess Page's, the Cove Bar, for lunch and drinks. So, which they just expanded to, I believe they expanded. I don't know if it's open yet, but uh, to hold more people. So okay, because she mentioned she wanted to go to Ariel's Grotto. Yeah, and I that was place like, is cool. Too. We should go to the Cove Bar. I've, I've been hearing a lot of good things about it, and so she looked at it and she's excited. And I'm gonna knock out at least three food places that I haven't been to in this next trip coming up. So I'm excited for it. So it's great. Sweet. And I should be excited about the park. I am obviously, but. <laughs> The food places, man. New stuff. <laughs> no, now you sound like me because my husband teases me and says, you're the only person I know who plans their trip to Disneyland by where they want to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, these are important things. That's part of the experience. Yeah. You can get Mickey beignets inside the park, by the way. I don't know if you wanted to go to Brennan's, but you can get them inside the That's park. the thing. I, I definitely do know that, and that's the I'm taking the challenge because I've been hearing that Ralph Brennan's are better. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm, well, I'm you sh- have to fill us in. Well, we're ske- I'm skeptical. 
I will fill myself. you. Yeah, we definitely get the mint and juleps and the the beignets over at uh, New Orleans mm-hmm. Square. And then someone right. somebody mentioned that Ralph Brennan's are better. And then they have a little like to go area, which we're gonna do. Um, right. I'm taking the challenge, and I will let everyone know what you know what I think because I'm I'm not really skeptical because it's still Disney. And it's right. the Jazz Kitchen, you know. It's like an actual, you know, it's a New Orleans type name. So I think they'll be amazing. Now, have you been to the Napa Rose? Uh, no, I have not. And she mentioned that. And uh, I think we're gonna. That's that's in California Adventure, right? Well, it's in the hotel. What uh, the Disneyland it's in Hotel? The Grand California. Yeah. Grand oh, the Grand. The Grand. Okay, that's yeah. probably why I associated it with that. Uh, no, I have not been to Napa Rose though. No. If you like scallops, they have the best scallops and a lobster sauce ever ever see that's my thing people kept mentioning i think i want to say it was the cove bar the lobster nachos i'm not really not really a seafood person so i I probably because of that i'm sure it's amazing but because of that i I probably would not enjoy those i have i have those i've heard of them i hear a lot of people rave over them but i have page loved them Yeah, he said Princess Page loved those things, and that, that's that's at the Cove Bar, right? Yeah. And I want to go there just because I, we're going to get a little bit of a lunch and then have a couple of you know, little drinks to kind of relax. So. For you, sure. We well, talk? you know, I bet you $100 that you have an anniversary next year. You just go again. <laughs> you go to all the restaurants you didn't get to this time. Well, we're going to go back in October anyway. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So this is kind of like a, a sneak. We're sneaking this trip in. October is the big family trip, but it's just going to be her and I. Um, next week, so it's going to be amazing. It's pretty great. You're going to have a ball. <laughs> Did you say your memorable times yet? Nope, not yet. <laughs> we got off topic, but you know what? That's Who fine. cares? That's fine. Um, you want to go? Nah, I guess I'll go. You go. Um, a couple. One of them was like fun, and one of them wasn't. I know Sarah mentioned earlier about kind of getting stuck on the ride and in, in a certain spot, but we got we got stuck outside uh, at the end of it. Like, I don't know what was going on, but there was like a big traffic jam from the door because you got to go out, out of the the door. Like the exit? The exit, yeah. And then you go all like like a kind of a loop around to the beginning. Mm-hmm. And we got stuck outside and it was sunny and hot. So it was kind Terrible. of... Terrible. If I was going to get stuck somewhere, I would have rather gotten stuck inside. Right. Where it yeah. feels better. I mean, I, I could deal with the song. You know, you can, you can, you can cover your ears, but you can't cover the sun. It's right there in your face. So... And then uh, another time was kind of a funny little thing. Um, a buddy of mine who hadn't been to the park in a long time saw, we were riding the ride, and the he saw the guy above riding the little bike on the little high wire. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just his reaction to it, like he, he saw it, and he like looked up, and he was like super surprised that this guy's riding a bike, and he like looks at him, and he's like, look at this dude right here. He's like super surprised, and it was like the funniest thing <laughs> because it was like it threw him off, kind of. I don't think it scared him, but it was like a surprise that something like that was happening, and it was he was loving it. And of course, since he was loving it, it, I fed off of his like emotion, and it was like I don't know, it was like a good kind of a good time. And uh, I like doing that. Like my friend Richard on Jungle Cruise, like Mm -hmm. he was laughing at like every little thing, and I'm like, because he's laughing, I'm feeding off of this, and it, it makes the rise a lot better when you go with someone who hasn't been in a while or ever. Yeah, yeah, it really does. For so, sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's our running joke now. Sorry, that's. It, 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 we do say it a lot. That's a, that's a true story. Yeah. So, all right, <clears throat> what, what do you got? 
Uh, my I have two as well. One bad, one good. Um, we did talk about this earlier. I did get stuck on the ride. And this was like... Mm, I might have been like eight or nine. Um, got stuck on the ride. For some reason, they couldn't turn off the music or didn't care to. So I had to sit there for like 25 minutes with Small World. Um, and then my grandma was on it as well. And she... She hates that ride. She'll never go back on it. Um, and she always makes the joke of listening to that and having to deal with uh, listening to that. So when I went in December, um, this was my enjoyable time. Um, went with Princess Paige. Actually, no, it was November. Um, and we, I went on the holiday version for the first time and enjoyed it. I, I loved it. Um, I did not want to go on it because of that experience, like, over many years ago, 15 years ago. Um, but yeah, I definitely had a really good time. I enjoyed this version of it. Um, I might give it another chance, the regular version, if we go next time. Um, but I sent a video to my grandma of, <laughs> I like recorded it and she was all, she was really mad. Well, she wasn't mad, but she was like, <laughs> thanks a lot. She was probably singing it like all day. I, I can only imagine. So pretty funny i'm gonna try that at work next time i next time i'm at work i'm gonna just just start humming that song yeah. <laughs> and then see if other people see start who doing picks it up on just it. on purpose just yeah. do that so make it your ringtone yeah. so every time you somebody calls you oh man actually yeah, so. my, my ringtone right now is a space uh, space mountain theme so, was, yeah awesome all right you have anything else uh on the it's a small world um i think that people like and it was saying need to give it a chance if they haven't gone on it for a long time just you know if you think about the history of it and if you don't get so wrapped up in the music but as you go through there's so many different things to look at you know as we said there's like over 300 little characters and they're all doing different things and it's I don't know I find it interesting if I don't like to sit there and go oh my gosh I'm on a boat listening to this tune over and over again but you actually look around and really experience the ride as you go through. I think if you if you try it, I think you will really enjoy it a lot more than you think you will. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. <clears throat> For sure. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do it that time, honestly. I know. It's just a habit. It it's is. It's a habit. So, <clears throat> Like I said, it's not going to stop. We're just, we appreciate you pointing it out, though. But Yeah. It makes it worse now for yeah. us. <laughs> I shouldn't but, have read that. No. So. That's okay. All right. We're going to head back to uh, Main Street. And, Sarah, we appreciate you coming on. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was a ball. Yeah. Thank you so much. enjoyed it a lot. Hopefully you can come on and do it again with uh, other attractions. We were, we were thinking about doing it in, in a few weeks, uh, attractions that are not there anymore. So, oh, that would be brilliant. Yeah, we're going to start. Some of my favorite aren't, favorites aren't there anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, we're going to, the first one we're going to do, I think we're going to do is the uh, People Mover. And that should be in a few weeks or a couple of weeks. So, we should let's, have fun with that. Let's bring that sucker back. It's a good ride. We need to bring that one back. They can bring that one back and the Skyway. And I think, I mean, I know there's things they have to deal with, but it's, I think those would be very popular attractions. Mm-hmm. I think those would be. Oh, absolutely. Especially the People Mover going through Star Wars, Star Tours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would Skyway. Be awesome. I totally through. agree with you. That would be. That would be amazing. Going through Matterhorn with the Skyway, amazing. Yeah, oh, so cool. They could bring back some of those. Right. At least those couple would be very popular. So. Yeah. All right, then. We're going to go ahead and get out of here, or we're going to finish up the show, I guess. <laughs> so hopefully we can talk to you again soon. be great. 
Okay. See you later. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. That was uh, Sarah. I do appreciate her coming on and uh, her knowledge of uh, a small world. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. That was a good story about her her, uh, parents. Yeah, that was cool. So. Super uh, cool. All right. So next week, hopefully, E-Ticket. E-Ticket. Not hopefully. He's coming back. He's coming back. We're doing it. We're doing it. um, We'll do do that episode and... If you guys have any more stuff on the e-ticket, you guys have another week or so to uh, get those out. We'll shout you out for sure. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that either. But So, we do have our Instagram. Instagram's not really growing like I thought. Uh, Facebook, though, we're almost at 300. We're like five away from 300. And then we need to, 200 more after that. So, at least, if we if we get 10,000 before then, that'd be great. But we're looking A for giant 500. spike. <laughs> spike up. So... All right, we're going to go ahead and get out of here, and uh, you got yeah, anything else? One more time, let's talk about the uh, MagicalPartnersTravel.com. Definitely check them out. Um, get your free quote for booking a vacation. Um, if you're interested in booking a vacation, definitely check them out. Um, and tell them all aboard sent you. They'll give you that eye on the price guarantee. Yes. All right, now we're going to get out of here. <laughs> now we're getting out. Uh, we do appreciate you guys listening. Have a good evening, night, morning, and uh, we'll, we'll see you at the park. Have a magical day. <laughs> a magical day. Um, yeah, and if anyone's at the park uh, next week, I'll be there on the 20th. Come say hi. I'll be with my wife for the anniversary, but um, I will I will say hi at least. Uh, so we want to we wanna meet you. I want to meet you. So uh, without further ado, let's get out of here, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Switch on the sky.